Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready to play their second of three in Tampa Bay. And in studio, we've got Mike Janella, supported, of course, by his producer, Blooper. The connection between pitcher and catcher on a baseball field, yeah. kind of like me and Blooper here. You oh, know? you guys are tight. And no still, question about still, it. Yeah. Still, yeah. still, still figuring but out don't, some wrinkles. Don't you get yes. tired of carrying him through a show all Every the time? single day. I know. What? Alongside Mike, it's Mike. Grace, who appreciates the symbiotic relationship between Mike Number One and his producer. It, it seems very similar in that a uh, quarterback receiver. I mean, I think there's a lot of unspoken yep. things. And rounding out the crew, it's Randy Jones, who gives great insight on the air and great stories off of it. Randy's got stories that we can't share on a family no, I, show, I, I, I'm I sure. Share. From <laughs> his New York Times. Maybe um, at the barbecue, but not here. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Mike Grace, and Randy Jones. Happy Tuesday and welcome to Padres Social Hour. As the Padres are on the road in Tampa, but we are here and uh, back to normal a little bit after yesterday's show. Ooh. Mike Grace was here for that one. I got your seat yesterday. Uh, I, I saw that. He got the promotion to the I was, starting I was rotation. Real, I was uh, a real analyst yesterday. I was impressed. Yeah. Not, not buffoon. It was nice. <laughs> It was. We had a good time, and they kept <laughs> us on the air. We were worried yesterday if we got a little too crazy, we wouldn't be back today. But you can't get rid of us that easily, so we're back for more. Uh, RJ is back joining us. You brought you your go. dog again. You so this is, a, this is a nice little Tuesday show that we've got for you. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Although, and Blooper's back too. We'll get to him in a little bit. Yeah, all right, put yourself away. You're good. Yeah. Um, but first, I, I got a beef to pick with you, Randy, Whoa. before we move on. Last time you were here, you said to show us some support – when we were on early on Sunday morning, 8.30, you were going to tweet in a picture of yourself watching the show so we knew that we had your support, you had our back. I'm still waiting for that photo. Yeah, you didn't bring it up, so I forget it. I didn't tweet. <laughs> you know, I got up and was having that? coffee. I was just watching. You guys didn't mention it, so I just... We were waiting, and yeah. it never came. I was really patient, too. I said, forget it. I'm not doing Wow. You make a promise. You don't come through? That's right. We got big league by wow. the Cy Young winner. Uh, you I can't believe it. You did get big league. You're right. Yeah, Absolutely. and I don't appreciate that. We'll so see if we can. So well, maybe just dig up that photo of him with the CHP guy without a shirt. Yeah, bring that <laughs> back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure been, th That's a rerun. We've done that. We still have that blooper uh, easily accessible. No, we lost that one. So <laughs> what a shame. That was for last week. Uh, no, blooper is back. So that was something else that was different yesterday. Hi. Uh, so bloop. Uh, before we get to Padres and Rays in the game yesterday that uh, they ended up losing, unfortunately, 8-2, to two, where were you? Like, tell us about your, your big adventures, because we thought we had – we thought you were here, but it turned out it was, it was just an imposter. I was in Arizona. You I went were. to a baseball game and visited friends. In fact, and I'm See, looking now at you this know he's now. Lying. Yeah. Baseball I game I buy. I visited, friends I visited visit. friend. There I don't friend. buy. Friend. Oh, friend. His one friend moved away. He doesn't have any yeah. here now. So right. he had to, to drive, drive five hours, five hours to see him. Yeah, you got to drive five hours to see your friend. Yes. Um, no, we're seeing this on Twitter now. So, Blooper, you put this up yesterday. Another ballpark off the list. So, Seth, who works in baseball, does this show with me, you know, 182 day times out of 183 days, whatever, gets his one day off a month. What does he decide to do? Drive five hours. Go watch more baseball. more baseball. <laughs> Did you drive over there or fly? Yes, I drove. He drove to Arizona. <laughs> I, left, I left Phoenix or I left you Scottsdale. Drove, you drove the black bullet across the desert. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're calling your new car. The I black like bullet. it. I, don't know, I'm cool I like that. it too. I left Arizona at 445 this morning and came right to here. He gets 24 there. hours off. He spends Get 11 hours driving. That's awesome. <laughs> I wanted to see a I mean, stadium I've never seen before. I mean, 445 is really smart though. At least it's probably only 90 in the desert, 95. Right. Oh. A cool 90. Yeah, yeah cool how was air conditioner 90. baseball? <laughs> uh, it was good. It was 108 degrees when I walked into the ballpark. 
and like, it was like in the 80, evening. Yeah, and it was 80 inside. It was perfect. What did you think of Chase Field? My of all of in the 15 of the newer stadiums, and it is my second to least favorite, or 16 that are currently being used, not newer. Second, it's, wow. Yeah. So it doesn't so sound like you were that impressed. No, it's the its main feature is a pool that you can't even see in the ballpark, and it's very small in person. The pool. You can see so it if you've got the money to rent it out, but yeah. well, yeah. for seats, I'm sure we're a little bit higher up. If you're in the third up. deck, it's really easy. To yeah, see. they didn't let him in the pool. No, no I, I tried really hard. <laughs> uh, what's your least favorite then? If that's second to least, Anaheim. So again, not newer but current. Interesting. Nothing See, special. He's trying to start a new natural rivalry. Yeah, yeah there you go. Padres and Angels. Battle of Blooper. Not big um, on waterfall and the fake rocks. Yeah, yeah. and there's nothing yeah. about it. They still have the big A in the, the ballpark. Big a is, that's the only one when it's lit up. Right, but if it was still cool. part of the ballpark, yeah. that would. Of course, have it's only been lit up about seven. All right, there you go. We'll get one day. We'll get Blooper's full MLB stadium rankings. I'm sure one through sixteen that he's seen uh, in person. Uh, but now you can check Chase Field. There's off an apple the in list. New York. You get it? <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of that one. I like the, the apple, apple, but not the park. They play the big apple. Um, all right, yesterday uh, the Padres uh, were in Tampa. I'm sure if you went to a game there, it'd probably be very low on your <laughs> low list on the too. rankings. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've never been to that one myself. I don't think Blooper has. They either. actually have rays though there, right? That's true. They do have live rays. There for the race, so that's something, uh, something unique for them. Uh, but they ended up getting that win over the Padres yesterday, and uh, Sunday they were no hits, sort of officially through seven innings uh, with Stephen Matt seven and a third. Yesterday they still got no hit after that home run that was allowed Alexi Ramirez early, uh, but they ended up uh, going seven and two thirds, I think, without any hits in between before they got those uh, the Will Myers single where he was sniped off second base anyway, and then Solarte sing uh, home run. run. So yeah. an 8-2 loss, uh, I mean, Perdomo struggled a little bit yesterday. Offense struggled too. What was more frustrating for you on that day yesterday? We're talking dog days. This is a long road trip, and yeah. they, they looked flat yesterday. And, you know, once again, the pitching just, you know, no command. You know, the gloves here and the balls everywhere else, but where the gloves is. You know, and you, a lot and of command problems all the way through that I entire, mean, I mean, through. Campos was Campos all over the place. Campos struggling, and, you know, then you get behind, and, you know, then he challenges the guy, and, and that's how you give up three run dingers and two run dingers, and, and that's how you lose eight to two. I mean, Perdomo, uh, so his final line was kind of in line with what we've seen from him in the past. He ends up five and two-thirds, three earned runs, uh, the five hits, three walks, five strikeouts, but all three runs, five of the hits, the two hit batsmen, and a walk all came in the first two innings. So talk about being erratic, and he settled down in the end, but uh, is that just a, a, a young pitcher having a bad day, Randy? Is that uh, his, his progress stalling a little bit at yeah. this point of the season? Well, it's just about making adjustments. You know, maybe stalling a little bit, you know, right now. You know, overall, you just got to take it with a grain of salt. But, you know, once, once again, I'm still waiting for that breakout seven innings, guys. Is it yeah. going to come, though? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> well, at I, this I, point, I this year. I'm the, I'm the eternal optimistic guy that you know, we're going to see it. Yeah, but you, you just, it just needs to happen. It's all kind of there, and, you know, but you just got to have that command, that consistency, and that's the one thing the young man hasn't really shown. Decent starts. I wouldn't call them quality starts. I'm not giving him that. But, you know, it, but as long as you continue to grow, and I didn't think, you know, yesterday was just one of those, I think one of those starts that just didn't come together. You hit a couple of guys in the first inning, that, you know, and they score a run off of that, and your command is off, and the next thing you're down 3 nothing before you blink. I, I, obviously, we're grading him on a curve. I mean, he started out so rough. He had those big, bad outings, and uh, we're seeing that improvement. And another thing for him to work on, though, holding runners. He, yeah. he, let, those, he let the Rays run all over him, and yep. that's something yeah. he's got to realize. And whether that had anything to do with his wildness, you, 
guys getting to second base pretty easily on him. Uh, you know, another thing he's got to start working on in his game, holding runners on, because yeah. I mean, he, he can well, have a quick enough move to the plate, but if you're not paying attention, they're going to take second it, on you exactly. all day. Exactly, and if you got to, you got to worry about making adjustments on the man, and you know, you got, I think he got distracted by that, trying to throw quality, quality pitches, you know, and he was struggling there, you know, and it's hard to keep runners close, and you, you're trying to figure out how to you throw a quality strike, and that's stuff you got to evolve, you got to figure that out. You got to, you know, the key is making adjustments very quickly. And, and adjust, he did make a good adjustment. Like that, that was what was encouraging me to me was how wild he was, the hit batters. But then he figured it out. Well, and, and like we've seen plenty of guys, Andrew Kashner being one, that when he would start a game like that, he didn't Snowballs, figure it out. Yeah. He, and to see a young kid kind of put it all together, put together some innings, because that team, this team really needed some innings out of him the way the bullpen's been used. So that was an encouraging sight. But I still think. You know, we're kind of handling him with kid gloves and looking for all these uh, small improvements. I think it is time to see a really good start, yeah. a, a big step from him. I yeah. think he's had the experience. It's time to take that next step. Or you really do start thinking about having him start in AAA or AA next year. I mean, I, I don't think you want to necessarily say this guy's in your rotation because he's got to figure out how to take that next step at some level. And maybe and he's not going to figure it out at the big league level. Yeah, guys, in the, in, and I think maybe Darren Bosley and – not notorious for that, but I think it's time to maybe, you know, maybe shove him a little bit that way. You know, How do you mean? Oh, you're talking to hey, it's time for you to step up and, you know, slam the door. Raise you know? the tone in, in your voice a little That's bit. Right. Don't handle him with such kid gloves That's maybe right. is what you're saying. You know, push him a little bit. And I, and I think that might be time, and I think the young man could handle it. Uh, we'll I see. Really I, the way he bounced back from the struggles at the very beginning of the year shows you he can take – uh, some negativity and it make that well, spin into something positive. Yeah, you could have lost. You could have lost him in the first three appearances. Guys, yeah, and you didn't. Okay, and we, what we've seen, we've seen spurts of it. But I think it's now maybe you're trying to push him a little bit. Going, hey, we, and we need six of those type of innings, not yeah. just you know a couple. Then you lose it. Uh, hashtag Padres SH. By the way, as always, let us know what you think about anything we discussed today. Luis Perdomo bloopers, uh, pitcher or stadium rankings, I should say. Uh, anything else we get to? There's also the chat happening at Padres.com/slash/socialhour. Tell me this, Randy, for a pitcher, obviously we're talking about him figuring things out midseason, start to start. This is his first year in the big leagues, Perdomo. He'll get his first offseason coming up. How much do you learn? What kind of different things do you learn start to start during the year versus when he has a couple of months to take a step back, recalibrate? What do you learn? What's more valuable uh, in terms of this uh, process for him at this I, age? I, I think Break it down for well, me. The valuable thing, I think, right now is you know, your mechanics and stuff. Basically, your mechanics got to be – Got to be able to duplicate him. It's just redundancy, and, and he's not able to do that. And, and most of the time, it's the, you know the front side maybe flying open a little bit, and that'll change the location. He'll pull a fastball instead of hitting the glove on the outside corner to a left-hander. It's going to run in a little bit, you know, on a four-seamer. And those are the kind of things. And it's just a matter of duplicating those, you know, those um, those mechanics to where the ball goes in a certain certain spot. And, and that's just part of your concentration. And, and the whole key is, is like if you're missing. In your spots, it, how, how quickly can you make the adjustment to get back in there? Where is the adjustment? And that's what he's learning right now, you know. But I, I, in my personally think mentally, I think you got to maybe get him a little more mentally tough, and that's what I'm talking about. Maybe pushing the young man a little bit, not, you know, not to a degree where you're yelling at him, but sure, I mean, oh, maybe the old I, like a uh, Full Metal Jacket routine yeah. or something. <laughs> well, I just think that what you got to do, you got to step up the expectations, you know, in himself. Hey, you're you're do you're ready, you're ready to make take the next step. And get him thinking about that. And you talk about the off season, you know, he, he learns every time he goes out there. But he understands that, you know, the command is the whole key to major league pitching. 
if you hit good spots, you know, you'll get major league hitters out. You make mistakes, and they'll tear you apart. And you learn that more on the job than in November and December. Well, the problem is he's learning that time and again right now. Yeah, (laughs) and not implementing. Well, I'd love to see him get one, two really good starts and then shut him down. That would be fine. I mean, because we're at a point where I don't know. Nobody has said he's got a certain number of innings they're going to let him pitch, but there's a number, and maybe it's more of a feel thing. But get him some – Get him two starts where you feel really good. He went seven innings, one, two runs, me and then let him take that into the offseason yeah, and, and let that be fresh in his mind coming into next year that that's what it takes to really succeed at this level yeah, and, I, and, and, I, and then, you know, be safe with him. There's things he's got to be able to work on the one that you're thinking about him, and, and I don't even think you really have to tell him. He, he knows all about location, and I think he knows, he realizes now that he has the stuff to, you know, to be effective and win up here. But it's now it's just the, the mental concentration and, and being more consistent, changing speeds, you know, becoming more of a pitcher than a thrower. That's he, one of the keys. He's not the first man. He won't be the last to do this. Made me look dumb yesterday on Twitter. Uh, I said when he, after those first two innings, have we already seen the best he's had to offer this year? Because you get to a point, I think, in this being his first year, maybe he's already hitting a plateau or just not – Things aren't clicking. He'll need to step back of a first offseason. Then he comes back and has the remainder, the three innings plus, where he figured it and, out and, in and the I'm game. And I'm saying that's not motivation, gentlemen. I, that is that's mental. Uh, you think so, you think someone if, told him about my tweet in the game and I he really he, locked him in? I think if he has, he has more <laughs> mental fatigue right now than he does yes. physical fatigue. Yes, I think that's without question. You know, and that's why I say you know push push the young man a little bit. Let's Spark him up a little bit. Interesting. Uh, I actually want to talk about that with the rest of the team because Will Myers had some interesting comments after the game yesterday, and you, Randy, having played in the big leagues, Gracie and I have not. I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, I want to get your take on some of that when we come back as well. Uh, It's also, by the way, I know you love these Twitter hashtag holidays, RJ. It's National Tell-A-Joke Day. It's been trending on Twitter. Tell-A-Joke Day. Yes. So I'm going to give you some time because I know it's hard to put you on the spot. We're going to take a break, but later on in the show, I want to hear a joke from each of you. So get your best jokes. Blooper, you two. Uh, I'm assuming you have a sense yes. of humor uh, for the fans. And we've got a couple jokes from some of the Padres themselves, too. So should be fun. Uh, let us know what you think about uh, any jokes that you, you have. Any want, good ones. You want a left-hander to tell a joke on TV. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm giving you time so you can think of a PG-rated one that we're not going to get in trouble for or kicked off the air. PG. It'd be hilarious if we, we survived yesterday's episode, and then this is the one that gets and us then kicked off when Randy the jokes that's something. Is this the one that's going to do it? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> uh, guys, don't miss Superhero Day at Petco Park. This Thursday, when the Padres are back in town before they battle the D-backs at 710, purchase a special theme game ticket package and receive a Superhero Friar bobblehead. Tickets only available at Padres.com slash theme games. We're going to come back and talk about intensity in these summer months in the baseball field and what RJ thinks about that. You're watching Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour on this Tuesday afternoon. We are here in the AMR studio. The Padres are out in Tampa, out in St. Pete. And we are going to go now. We did this when they were in New York and Pittsburgh for a little Maui Jim weather report. It, it's indoors, Blooper. Why, why are we doing this? Because it's it's, you have to know the weather. It's 72 degrees inside Tropicana Field, just like it was yesterday, just like it'll be tomorrow, just like it'll be uh, the rest of the season. And you know, uh, I can only relate to that because I had the Astrodome. I mean, there you go. There, you know, like, and it would be like 108 and just humid in Houston. And you get in, walk into the dome, it's 80 degrees. You go, man, 
I mean, it's paradise I mean, after being out, out in the Sure. Fall. Well, you know, they used to say in the, uh, in the Metrodome that where the Twins would play that they would turn the air conditioner on for the home team yeah. so, ah, that they, so, the, the so they would blow the ball bit. out a little that bit a and they would turn it off uh, for the yeah, I don't know in the, the Metrodome, yeah. You Interesting. All right, so we had our live look there at Tropicana Field and the Maui Gym Weather Report. Again, a very uh, moderate 72 degrees, uh, no wind that we know of, although maybe when the home team's up, Although the Padres <laughs> hit the home runs yesterday, too. So. That would be nice. Uh, there you go. At Maui Gym, they believe in the beauty of the world, that every color, every detail deserves to be seen clearly with lenses that eliminate glare and make colors pop. Maui Gym sunglasses don't shield your view of the world. They bring it to life. Color, clarity, detail, Maui Gym. All right, we let you guys know, uh, as always, you can join the conversation using hashtag PadresSH. And we had a couple of tweets uh, already come in uh, from some folks. Uh, the first one coming in from uh, Drew Murphy, who did not use the hashtag. Drew, that's bad on you, but he tweeted at me directly, so that's Ooh. how I saw it. But use the hashtag next time, Drew, because we, we love you watching. He says, I'm watching uh, Padre Social Hour at work. Don't tell my boss. <laughs> JK. Maybe, uh, well, maybe his boss is watching the hashtag. Ooh, and that's so that smart. He, he didn't want to give himself up. That's very smart. If that's the case, Drew, then good on you for your evasive techniques because that's – that's using your noodle. I like that a lot. Um, also, a uh, question here from Jellyman uh, talking about Luis Perdomo last segment. He wants to know, uh, does Perdomo, we were talking about what do we do with him next, working this season or in the offseason in the winter, does he take a real offseason or would you like him pitching in some winter ball maybe? Uh, if maybe late if it was, you know, get a, get a few starts before spring training, but I, I don't put him into winter ball. I mean, the one thing, if you're going to shut him down, it's because it needs the workload. So don't tell me he's going to go out and pitch winter ball and go five more every fifth day or sixth day. He needs to take the time off. And, it, you know, it physically is be their biggest concern. But for me, it's mentally. You know, take a couple of months, two and a half months, to get mentally fresh. Mm -hmm. I think that, that's really the key. And then when you come back and, and you start getting on the mound to get, you know, getting ready for the next season, you know, I, I hope they, they give him certain things you want him to work on, whether it just really be keying off maybe the front shoulder, keep it closed a little bit more. You know, one key like that, and uh, and you know, that that way, I think can make a big, big difference. But he knows what to expect, and you know. But I, I think it might be time, like I say, just to push him a little bit. I mean, I love the kid. And, and push him now, take a break in the offseason. That's right. Yeah. I, you agree, I Mike? Shut it down. Yeah, I think winter ball is much more of a thing for position players. I think most any real pitcher that that did anything during the big league season doesn't want to go and pitch more no. uh, unless they missed a lot of time and they need to make up some innings and that's definitely not the case for him so yeah. i mean if he did hopefully it's in some sort of relief role yeah. and, and not yeah. as a starter in, in the old days were completely different i remember i pitched like 160 innings my senior year in college signed went to the texas league pitched another 140 or 143 innings Oof. so i had a little, like almost 300 innings in for the year <laughs> and of course then we got done i got back to you know the san diego or, or home and got a phone call from Peter Bavese. He goes, hey, we want you to go, why don't you go pitch Wonderball? I went, hey, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you want my arm to fall off? I, I got 300 innings in now this year. I don't think I need 400. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, personally, I think it'll do Perdomo good. A kid that age, his first big league season, take the breather in the offseason. Recharge the batteries. You know what to expect now mentally when you come back. Get a chance to really and, you uh, know, settle and, yourself and He'll in. be around baseball guys or even, you know, going home and, He'd be probably going out to games. So he's going to be around the game yeah. talking about the game, and I think, I think that'll be good for him. He'll be fine. Uh, Zach Jordan wants to know, my sister wants to know, whose dog that is? This is RJ, Randy's hard, dog. Yeah, really earning his paycheck <laughs> today. That's my buddy, man, Just my bird dog. But splayed no out here no on the No birds right now, so he's, he's doing what he yeah, does. Yeah, so, so he's <laughs> checked out. 
Uh, here's a question in from James Clark, and uh, this kind of goes dovetailing with uh, some comments Will Myers had after the game yesterday. Uh, Myers saying, we just need to step up our intensity. We came out, we weren't really focused, we weren't intense enough, we've got to be better at that uh, as the season progresses. This question from James, is it just me, or has the club looked flat since Solarte was pulled for not hustling? I love the move by Green, just an observation. You guys seeing any correlation between that move and the, and the team maybe I being a little bit lackluster? I don't, th I don't see any correlation with, you know, you know Bench and Solarte. It was deserved, and I understand that, and so should you know, he. But the dog days, the intensity is the key thing that you lack right now. And this, this has been a tough road trip. I mean, it's hot, you know, muggy trip for the most part. I mean, you're getting a little bit of a break here, you know, but, you know, overall the left-handers seem to be handling the lineup right now. Yeah, that, that's where the dilemma we keep coming, you know, they keep coming up with left-handed arms against this lineup. And I know that, you know, Andy's trying to find the right, you know, lineup, you know, to, to handle these lefties. <laughs> he's really trying. We saw yesterday. He, he was yeah, trying really hard. Guess what? He's trying again today. So. <laughs> yeah, today, I mean, Alexi Ramirez, uh, and we'll do our little supercuts later, but in the lineup, uh, you want to take a look at it right now? Just to blue if you got it ready. You might awesome. get it over with. Uh, yeah. yeah, right? Uh, so presented by United Airlines, and it's actually Alexi Ramirez who homered last night. He's leading off tonight at shortstop. Uh, Will Myers is back at first base. Uh, the right field was just a one-game thing yesterday. The aforementioned Solarte at third base is hitting third. Then you got Bethancourt cleaning up and left. Dickerson DHing. Jabari's in right. Derek Norris catching. Rolazales at second base. And Travis Jankowski still in the lineup, but batting ninth and playing in center field. Do you think this is because my question, my next question to you, Randy, was how do you ramp up the intensity? How do you get rid of these dog days? Is it by doing this, just shuffling the lineup well, and it, trying to spark it, can. it I think what Andy Green's doing right now is he's giving some guys a, a day off, a break. You know, in, in, in August you need to do that, and that's what I see in the lineup right now. You know, and, and once again, it's, it's a time to, you know, create opportunities for some of these players. Let them play. And, they, you know, I like what he's doing. You know, just giving Trump, you know, a night off, you know, no second base. And, you know, and it, it can make a difference. It can help. Any thoughts on this, uh, these last two days? Because it wasn't just today, but yesterday too, Gracie, on what Andy's doing. No, I mean, today, like we, we talked a little before the show, it, it's almost a normal lineup if you flopped uh, Ramirez and Jankowski. That would make sense to me pretty much all the way across. But that one's just a little bizarre. But I, I, if it were me, I would try to come up with little goals, fun little, you know, contests because – Look, I think everybody knows the wins and losses truly don't matter to anything towards the end of the season. I mean, it's important to build a winning culture and to not accept losing. That's right. But make personal goals for these guys. Hey, this week, Travis, I want to make sure you get five walks. Will, uh, you know, I want three extra base hits. I don't know. Just little, little things for them to, to kind of strive for because – you know, baseball, in its essence, is an individual game. I mean, you can only go up there and do so much for the team. It's going to be your individual performance. So give them little little things to strive and for, and I think, and would I be and I to agree. give them that motivation. And, 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 and maybe it's even goofy rewards, you know, like something happens in the clubhouse that we'll never see, but it's something they really Gold want to have. Gold star next to your name. Ice cream? Yeah. Well, just, just <laughs> with yeah, sprinkles? Like a with Sunday sprinkles? with a Y. <laughs> you know, nick, nickname, when you're really out of it and stuff, a lot of times we used to joke called the salary drive, you know, in the there last couple go. of months, man. Hey. More a little more individual, <laughs> not not so much team orientated. So what do you he do when, when all your win. players are pre-arbitration? <laughs> yeah, exactly. These numbers don't there help them. No yeah. <laughs> but they got to fire each other up, and that that's the key. And I, and I think these guys are still feeling that out. And you lose the veteran guys that we traded at the deadline, and, and they're still feeling that out. And that's it's part of Andy Green's job to to create this. And I think it's a work in progress. But I, I think he's happy with the opportunities. And you're going to go through little times like this. 
and it's how, it's how you battle back out of it. I can see where Will Myers he steps up and talks about it, and I like that. He should. That's one way to do it, I yeah. think, right. acknowledging it publicly. And, and to the previous tweeter's point, I think Solarte is a guy that probably does that for this team, and maybe he's not in a place to. You know, he, he made an error, and he got disciplined for it. Maybe he feels like he needs to take a step back, uh, you know, yeah. let, it, let it simmer down a little bit I before he starts pushing everybody because yeah, you really have no veteran presence. But it is good to see Will kind of take that. And I, and I think for him, you can almost see it in his at-bats, and he'll even say it. He's like – He'll get into a groove where he's n- not focusing or, or not doing something right, and he just really focuses, and then he gets back into that swing path that really gets him success, and he just kind of has to recheck himself. So he's probably doing that publicly for himself, but the rest of the team. Yeah, and, it, and I think they all have to do that. And, it, really again, like I, I think a big part of it is acknowledging it publicly, and whether Solarte is you know, backing off or they got to do small things that we'll never see or know about, uh, you do need something because maybe coming home will be a nice little recharge. It has been a long trip. It's been really I hot. I agree, and, and that can be a recharge to come back home and, you know, hey, get something going to your next road trip. They want some barbecue. That's hey. all they're missing. Yeah, that, a little bit of barbecue. Little lefty barbecue. A little bit of RJ bad. sauce. Uh, Drew, yeah, yeah. Who, we, who we had at the top of the segment tweeting in, and we, we yelled at him for not using the hashtag, tweets back in, a great honor to be on hashtag Padres SA. So he came back. <laughs> talk about being nice coachable, job, huh, Randy? There you go. Uh, sorry for not using the hashtag earlier. Please forgive me, seriously. Drew, you're cool in our book. <laughs> I man. like it. No man. sweat off, off our off I gave back. you the out, Drew. Just <laughs> use it, man. <laughs> uh, anybody else that wants to uh, chime in today, hashtag Padres SH, unless you're your boss is trolling the hashtag. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, let us know you're watching. And any questions you have the rest of the way, uh, we're happy to take them. Guys, Papa John's is proud to support the efforts of USO San Diego. And now you can too. Go to PapaJohns.com and order the USO special, two large pizzas and a two liter for $24. $1 from every special ordered will be donated to USO San Diego. Show your support today and enjoy great pizza from Papa John's. When we come back, Randy's time is almost up to come up with this joke for National Tele-Joke Day. I hope you're ready to hear it when we come back on Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. We are back here, Padres Social Hour, about 40 minutes away from first pitch. Padres at Rays. Edwin Jackson versus Blake Snell, a guy who's pitched for pretty much every team under the sun versus a guy who's in his rookie season. be a very interesting matchup. Edwin's got a no-hitter at this park on his I'd resume. Say, like, you know, and, uh, he's been throwing the baseball really well. He has he's since he's gotten here. He's resurgent, and I'm proud of him. He's, yeah. he's sucked it up, and he's doing a good job. The one bad start. Otherwise, he's been the most reliable guy the last yep, month. I agree. For sure. Um, all right. Time to have a little bit of fun. Uh, Randy, you, you love these, all these random holidays oh. that pop up on Twitter all the time. Sure. And today, trending nationwide, it was hashtag National Tell a Joke Day. Now, I'm going to give you guys a few more moments to come up with your jokes because I, I told you we're going to have some jokes telling for the audience today. But for those of you who come to a Padres game here at Petco Park, you may notice once in a while, Gracie, a certain uh, in-between innings a uh, little gag that you guys do. Why don't you explain exactly what it is, and then we got a little taste for you. Yeah, it's cheesy jokes. We uh – Got the players to come out and tell some uh, <laughs> fun jokes, the groaners, so yeah. to speak. And, uh, yeah, they had a lot of fun with it, and it always gets a good reaction from the crowd. All right, so if you've been here for a game and you've seen it, get to relive some of the great ones now. If you haven't been to a game yet here this year, I don't know why you haven't, yeah. but here's some of what you're missing on National Tell-A-Joke Day. Tell us a joke, Padres. What did the Buffalo say to his son when he left for college? Bye, son. <laughs> Why don't lobsters share? 
They're shellfish. <laughs> Why can't you give Elsa a balloon? She will let it go. How do you organize a space party? You plan it. Why did the picture go to jail? It was framed. What do the ducks say to the bartender? Put it on my bill. <laughs> Why did the father tell his cold son to stand in the corner? It was 90 degrees. <laughs> what do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. <laughs> Why do golfers wear two pairs of pants? In case they get a hole in one. <laughs> How does the man in the moon cut his hair? He clips it. <laughs> Where do these come from? You slapping your knee. You love the you couple of you guys, you guys should get up there and think about this, Tom. That's all we do. <laughs> that's that's awesome. awesome. I'm going to invite you to one of our creative that's, meetings, that's and you'll good. never want to talk to me ever again. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's too good. Man. So that's good. Fun. All right. So those are some of the ones from the Padres. Uh, and, and now from us here, Gracie, you got, you got a good go-to joke? What do you call a laptop that sings? What, Mike? Adele. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, got I love Blooper. it. Uh, Blooper, you got to have a joke, I'm sure. Have you guys seen that new pirate movie? No. no. It's rated R. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's a pirate's favorite letter? You think it's the R, but it'd be the C. <laughs> 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 Uncle. <laughs> All right, Randy. Where do you come up with these? You got one? You, you got to have a good one. Sure, yeah, I have a good All one. All right, what do you got? Hey, what do you do with an elephant with three balls? <laughs> I don't know, Randy. Huh? Hey, you walk him and pitch the giraffe. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? Come on. Just go pitch around him. He's in bigger strike zone. Come on, you guys. It, that absolutely <laughs> makes sense. Of course. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> come on. <laughs> hey, I got one more for you. <laughs> Here's a joke for you. Seth Foster's good at his job. But <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta take a break. <laughs> we need a curtain. Get a curtain. Happy National Tell a Joke Day, everybody. I uh, hope you had some good ones to take away to use uh, next time you're around family or barbecue <laughs> at the bar or whatever. Oh, man, that's a good time. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, this is no joke. Uh, we're giving these away here this weekend. Uh, Randy, you have in your hand this back-to-school lunch bag. That's right. Brought like to you by it. Scripps. And I've got this bottle holder 
presented by Coca-Cola, and they're giving these away on uh, Saturday when the team is back in town because it's almost that time. Back to school, back to football season, and you guys get to have your choice of either of these two giveaways before the 540 game against the Diamondbacks. Again, it's your choice for every fan in attendance, lunch bag or bottle yeah, and holder. It, and the good news is one size fits all. Yes, so that is very one. true, depending on how much lunch you want to pack, but yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, get your tickets at Padres.com. Don't pitch the elephant. You always pitch the giraffe. <laughs> We're back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back here to Padres Social Hour. Uh, still a couple chuckles here during the break from our little uh, joke segment. <laughs> Blooper loves that Adele one that you <laughs> he's still Blue laughing at yeah. five <laughs> minutes later. Uh, I'm also on like two hours of sleep, but yes. Right. He drove back at 445 this morning from uh, Arizona, lest we forget. Uh, Alex Benjamin tweeting in on the hashtag. He's got one. Did you hear the one about the corduroy pillow? I heard it made headlines. Oh. <laughs> Maddie had a good one. Maddie's here. Maddie. Social media Maddie during the break. How much does it cost a pirate? Pirate jokes are really in right now. All I guess, over the place. Uh, to get his ears pierced. A buck an ear. Oh. <laughs> Hey, a Tampa Joe, the Tampa. Yeah, and, and Tampa that. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. It's a callback. It is. This is a comedic show. That's nice. I like it a lot. These might uh, show up during a game. You know, be careful. <laughs> yeah, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Time now to get you guys in the Cholula hot seat. Jokes oh. over. Yeah, Cholula hot seat mm. time. Straight uh, up, sir. Now, uh, this uh, MLB Daily Dish, which is part of the SB Nation uh, family of blogs, who Gasland Ball belongs to, the guys that cover the Padres, uh, they do a thing every year where they send out a fan survey and they ask fans of all the teams uh, the following question. How confident are you and your general manager and his front office team? And you get five choices. Very confident, confident, neither confident or unconfident, unconfident or very unconfident. So basically five is great, one is not so great. Three is kind of in the middle. And they wrote a whole piece about the Padres today saying the most surprising result of all of our front office surveys is how excited Padres fans are about the team's new direction. Padres ranked seventh of all the major league teams in the survey with an average score of 4.4. The only teams above them, Cubs, Rangers, Nationals. Well, that makes sense, yeah. right? Uh, three best records in the league. Then uh, Brewers, Yankees, and Giants. So I put this poll out on Twitter earlier asking the fans as well. But I'm going to ask you guys first. On that one to five scale, one being, you know, nothing at all, five being they're doing a great job and very confident, what are you grading right now, A.J. Preller and company? I go four and a half. You know, I wouldn't give anybody a five, to be blunt. But, I, you know, like I say, and I've been preaching this since I came back from spring training, and it, all he's done is just it excited me a little bit more for the young talent that he's been able to put in the minor league system. But I think he's got a process now where we can, you know, we can train these young kids to be major league prospects, to be major league ready when they get here. And that's imperative that we do that. And I think all the pieces are there finally now. And I haven't honestly seen that for years where we, a lot of times we take care of the top two or three draft picks and that's all we would do. But now all of a sudden, you know, hey, we're, every, everybody's right there. We got a lot of talent, you know, and, and everybody's going to get an equal opportunity, you know, you know to play and, and to get in the fast track and move up. Not just one or two guys, the top two picks. It's everybody. Everybody's going to get that opportunity. It's how you respond. Organizational depth was a big uh, buzzword yeah. around that front office earlier and throughout the summer. Well, organizational depth, and that, uh, you can define that with, with talent, but also you know, the coaching staff, the, that talent is going to get them here. Yeah. That, that, they're two completely different things, but 
you know, one excites me just as much as the other. How about you, Gracie? What are you giving on that one to five scale? Like Randy, I fancy myself quite the optimist. And I, I say five at this point. What really pushed me over the edge with this were some of the comments that AJ's made recently. When he explained the thought process that went into a lot of the moves since he got here. I never believed that he did these things nilly-willy. I always believed he had a plan. Knowing what the organization wanted out of a general manager and what they were looking for in the guy they hired, he had to have a plan. I didn't feel like it was a wrong decision to go for it. With the pitching they had in 14, you figured if you added any kind of offense, you had a shot to contend. Great point. You, you had a shot. It didn't work out. And to be able to bring back what he's brought back for the talent that he had, this was a losing team with a lot of veteran talent and a lot of money. And you have to give ownership a lot of credit for this, too, because they have sent a lot of money out the door to basically buy prospects. They, they are literally buying prospects. And to be able to get yourself out of $30 million of Matt Kemp's contract, that took, even though the Braves came to the Padres, that took quite a bit of creativity. So that gives me a ton of confidence in AJ's abilities to bring in talent because you have to believe that he was a huge part of all the talent that's with the Rangers right now and that he knows how to find talent. And so well, having those resources now, you have to have confidence until he, until he proves you wrong. Once again, but I think in the minor, you set up a, a system on how to develop talent. And development is the and biggest that, thing. And you go out in the international market and you get that talent. You know, within, and I give ownership credit for, you know, giving, giving him the yeah. parameters to go do this. It, and it's really cool to hear you say that you really believe in the development side because oh. we, we, we can't see it yet. That's right. Their prospects haven't been through their development system long enough to have proven its success, but you're a good baseball man, and you liked what you saw, and you liked the process that they put I in just, place. I like what and I heard. So and so that's, that's just as encouraging as everything else he's done because development is where this organization has failed that's for the correct. last three decades. I, I mean, agree. they've had talent. And we've seen some talent that just never developed. I mean, when you talk about the Sean Burroughs of the world, Nick Xavier Nadies, like these are guys that you could have seen taken to another level and just for whatever reason, the, develop, the development was never there. That's right. Now, I, I put, uh, they said in their survey, which was, again, for all of Major League teams, they got over 3,600 responses or so. Uh, only 54, though, for the Padres. So I thought, you know what, that's probably the really hardcore fans that are reading this blog every day. <laughs> they may be more into the prospects and the draft picks and the future. So I thought, we have a pretty decent reach on this show. I'd put the poll up, maybe get some more of the casual mainstream fans. But the results, and I put it the same way on a five-to-one basis, 83% of the people are either a four or a five. So it, it falls right in line. And we got more votes, not to brag too much, but more votes on our poll than they did on their survey. And the results hold true. So I think even some more of the casual fans are, are well, buying into this and, new direction. And, and, and I'm encouraged by that as well. You know, a lot of times, you, you know, what have you done for me lately and, and that type of thing. But if they, if they see what, we're, you know, what they're trying to do now and long term this isn't just a little short-term fix hey let's win real quick and yeah you know no this this, this is going to go on and on and on to how to develop talent and, and build build a program and a, an organization that does it year after year and and honestly i was most encouraged that our fans see this plan yeah. and have the patience and understanding to see this through because uh that was a concern i i don't know if our fans always had that patience to let this thing build from within. Right. So that's encouraging or they, on that side of it. They would be encouraged, but we're disappointed you're in, you're in and you're out because we didn't develop the talent. Nobody came up and made the impact. And I think now we're, we're on the cusp of finding some guys that are going to come up and make an impact and be here.
There are still uh, some naysayers. So, uh, well, first, East Village oh, Times. Be, yeah, know. there are. East Village Times tweeting in. Uh, they were on the positive side. The acquisitions in 2015, to your point, Gracie, were to wake up the fan base and to go for it. Uh, Preller is doing it right now. The franchise will soon reap the benefits. Uh, there were two votes for uh, either unconfident or very unconfident. And I think uh, Padres lover here had one of them tweeting in, what has Preller really done? Cost the team almost $70 million in horrible contracts and with the worst record. Well, I think that's part of the design now is just purging that money. You're going to get a worse record now. So hopefully next year, the year after, the year after that, start trending in that direction. Sure. My right quick way. rebuttal would be what can fans say that we've missed out on because of the money we took on? It's not their money. I yeah. mean, and maybe you're just really into fiscal responsibility. But <laughs> it's you possible. But the Padres haven't missed out on anything because of the money they spent on those veterans. I, I agree. I they mean, they just spent $60, $70 million in international free agents, even though they lost all that money. So you can't say that they, they misspent that money because – what else would it have gone to? Yeah, uh, it's a matter now of just seeing it pan out, and if it works out, Anthony Gallivan tweeting in, uh, it'd be nice to see the Padres bring up a Posey or a Trout or like an Aaron Judge in New York right now. Exactly. Well, that's the, that's that's the, the, the winning that's ticket for everybody. That's what we want. Yeah, that's what we got to hope. And hopefully, whether it's Marco or like Aaron Judge or just Espinoza. turned into the next huge thing. I know, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> off to a great start, and you get that New York media push. Sure. You certainly get your Maybe name David in Maybe David Dahl, that's a little more uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, 17-game hitting streak to start his career. That's not yeah. too bad either. So, uh, but we'll see. That is the hope, though, and the hope yeah. is that within you know next year, maybe next month with Renfro or Margot, who knows, but we shall see. All right, that's the Cholula Hot Seat, uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We're going to come back and take a look again at tonight's lineup and do our Supercuts Head-to-Head Challenge. You don't want to miss it. This is Padres Social Hour. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Now, yesterday, a blooper was away, and we had Cole Gallagher here running the board. And, and as Jeff Pratt, who works with you up there in the control room, Gracie, uh, just tweeted at us, he's watching yesterday's show during commercial breaks of watching today's show. That's a lot of social hour, wow. by the way. Uh, but he tweets this in, and he says uh, he was watching, and then this happened. And, I mean, you squint your eyes. I mean, that, that's a dead ringer for blooper, right? Cole came in yesterday looking real good. Let's take a look. I mean, that's way more handsome. How much better can you get? So much more Cole handsome. I like the other mustache. A little like more fire. Though. <laughs> so much more handsome. <laughs> we had a good time yesterday. Uh, now, Cole ended up making a pick in the Supercuts head-to-head challenge, but and it was Alexi Ramirez who, who hit a home run yesterday and uh, would have won the point, but I think we have to disqualify Another that for not for being a real blooper. Right? What? Yeah. No, it doesn't How count. How does that not count? Well, you didn't pick it. It yeah. doesn't matter. You, you guys have been saying all point. year that the person needs you to pick it the when point. they, you know. You've been saying all year that they shouldn't yeah, be allowed to, so, so we're just going with what you yeah, want. Yeah, we're following your rules, Yeah, we're just doing what you want, Bloop. I'm running away with it anyway. So no point for blooper yesterday. Not going to happen. And the pick today goes to you, Gracie. So who you got in that jumbled lineup we talked about earlier? You know, he called out the team. He called himself out. This is when he steps it up. Will Myers. Yes. There you go. Will Myers. So creative. Blooper, who are you taking for real this time? Alexi Ramirez. <laughs> All right. Literally the same picks as there yesterday. We go. He's playing for his job. Whoa. But this time wow. it counts. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to wrap things up on this Tuesday afternoon. You're watching Padres Social Hour. 
Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. We're back tomorrow at 9 a.m., our third uh, early show in six days. Are you wow. going to be watching this time, Randy? Is, is Bill? Bill's on, Annie Heilbrunn on, 9 a.m. Wow. That doesn't oh, sound. You, you, you to I want you to, yes. You mean to Live up to your word this time. Send us a picture that you're watching. Okay. And I will call right, you out. All right, I will. Okay. Now that I know that's what it takes all to right. get you, I will call you out. Now, um, I'm going to put it up early so you shut up. There you go. Me. I love it. <laughs> uh, this picture tweeted out last night before the game from uh, Dickie B, Dick Vitale, one of my favorites uh, in sports media. He took a little selfie with Will Myers. Wish Will Myers was wearing Ray's baseball uniform. Traded him too soon. Will be a 30-30 guy, only 25 Dipsy dude, Dunkaroo. I guess he's a little bit upset that uh, Will Myers went away. I mean, he's, he's a Rays guy, right? Yeah, big time. Yeah, he's a ticket holder. I think he, they, he lives down there. Uh, I mean, they've got to be. Tampa's got to be upset. You see, you see Trey Turner, Joe Ross up in D.C. You see Will Myers here, All Star season. What's Tampa got out of that big deal from a couple years ago? Steven Sousa and his 680 OPS. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> rough. I mean, I would rough. not I be mean, happy if I. I was mean, he that. was a big prospect. He was supposed to turn out and. Sometimes prospects don't turn out. They still, um, they still have. I think Jake Bowers, right? Who's he? And he's hitting pretty well. And he's like a twenty-year-old in Double A. So he he's moved really fast through our system, their system. He's got a chance, but still a really, really young guy. Yeah, but so. right now, you get the better part of that. Yeah, you got an all-star first baseman, only twenty-five. That Dickie B's taking pictures with. That's a pretty dandy. good commodity. Yeah, diaper dandy. Uh, all right, thanks again, guys, for watching. Uh, if you want more jokes. Tweet at Randy. He's got plenty of them. Yeah. He'll tweet you back. Uh, make sure to hit him up. And make sure to join us tomorrow again, 9 a.m. Bill Center, Annie Halbrin will join me. I got a feeling Bill's jokes won't be quite that funny as yours. No doubt. <laughs> Thank you, Gracie. Thank you, Randy. Welcome back, Blooper. And thanks for watching Social Hour. See ya.